Hello and welcome once again to Wandering Monster, America's test table where we don't play desk games. No, we stress test them. My name is John Baltusberger. I am Charles R. Bernard. Ian Servas. Mr. Paschke. And, you know, to be a little bit serious for a moment, um, okay. caveat, tonight is the fourth night of Hanukkah, and this is our, like, big uh, dinner. I made a brisket for my wife. Um, Ooh. I got a uh, a bit of good news at work, so we, we were drinking, and... Um, I am toasty. So, uh, but on a serious, <laughs> on a serious note, my friends, um, there is a program. There are programs that feed kids that can't provide their own lunches, who can't pay for their own lunches. Uh, there are various charities. I fucking encourage you heavily to check one of those out and, and to donate because every kid deserves to eat. Uh, my wife is a um, special education um teacher and um at our last school which was a low income area there were a lot of kids who would come to school with food insecurities and there were um a group of ladies in the lunch area, uh lunch who donated their own time and their own money to provide food and snacks and to help these kids they would pack up food to send home with these kids guys there's a program for that that sends food home for the weekend so that these kids don't have to be afraid of where their next meal is coming from. What I'm saying is that um, there is a really big like comedy trope about lunch ladies um, and lunch gentlemen uh, <laughs> that of like being kind of big and fat and gross and dumb. But these people are so like these people are dedicating their time to feeding and making sure these kids mm -hmm. are all right and they are fucking heroes. That said, tonight we are stepping into the shoes of these heroes. We are <laughs> we are becoming lunch ladies and gentlemen ourselves. Uh you, you mean that we are becoming legends. That's correct. We are becoming the legends of the lunch line. Uh, and, and that's such a fantastic term. Uh, what is the name of the game we're playing again? Legends. Uh, legends of, 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 of the lunch line. The lunch line. Line, line, line. line, line. <laughs> Tell me about it, Ian, baby. Well, I'm glad that you gave the introduction because, of course, we're never disparaging the, uh, the good honor of what a lunch lady is. I think that everyone has very fond memories, and maybe we might even touch on it in our dialogue this evening. Um, so, as John alluded to, we are not um, exploiting a trope as much as we are celebrating it, because all of us have had personal connections uh, to that um, archetype. I think archetype is better than saying stereotype, because I think almost everyone has a warm remembrance of a cafeteria uh, engineer. I don't, I'm not sure what the best parlance is, but um, in this, we're going to just say um, like lunch lady, cafeteria worker, whatever. What, uh, let's just say lunch lady and, and have it be known that when we say it, we are not disparaging that noble profession in the least. Exactly. Actually, um, in preparation for this episode, 
I found out that lunch lady is the the term for it in like North American English, and the different English language regions have different terms for the exact oh, same wow. job. Oh. I didn't I didn't write any of them down, but lunch lady is strictly like America and Canada. I think is where that's the term for it. So oh, if you if you are right in now. the UK or another country and you know what the term is, let us know. We're curious what Put the term is. Yeah, I am yeah. curious as hell. Yeah. Same thing on our socials. Tell us about your most memorable memories of school dishes or your interactions, because mm -hmm. I know we've been waxing nostalgic a lot mm -hmm. in the green room. But as far as a synopsis of what this game is, it's a one-page RPG from Cheat and Fair Games, uh, which is put out there by Andrew Hand. He lovingly gave us a copy of this game, and you can lovingly give yourself a copy of the game for just one USD by getting it from Itch. It is a one-page, very light rules. Actually, this may be the lightest rule of the game that we have run so far, which some people like crunch, but I am in the firm capacity that the lighter the rules, the more freer your imagination is, and that is where you've got the right players at the table. You get some really fun things. It's like the right recipe. So the three stats, I think it's worth mentioning, <laughs> are kicking ass, cooking tots, and having it all. Yep. And this is unique in that the unloved D12 is the showcase for this evening. So, And I love the D12. It's like right. a chubby D20. It's like a D20 that's kind of me-shaped. Underutilized. So it's a great addition to your table. It has a fun formula of how you run, almost like a all-encompass story with three arcs to it. And... A lot of fun with improv. Now, before we transition to introducing our characters, uh, I know that some of you had other vignettes. Are there any other short vignettes that you want to introduce or things you want to say about the topic? Uh, um, nope. Uh, I, John Baldisberger, love food. Uh, I know that's probably shocking to everyone, right? Um, I used to I used to belong to an organization called Slow Foods, which was a little little nonprofit that the entire point of the idea behind was to put a focus on cuisine, food and cooking at the center of family. It was started in Italy when the McDonald's opened in like the piazza of like, hey, maybe we should like try to counter the fast food culture a little bit. Um, and I think, again, I, I, I hate to wax romantic, but food is, is one of like, one of the key, like in the hierarchy Maslow's key IR hierarchy of like needs that you have to have answered before you can worry about anything else. It's like shelter, okay. food, water. Yep. Um, and so, um, there's uh, actually... I, there's a big um, movement. Well, I mean, it's not even a movement anymore. Now I think it's just policy to offer school breakfast as well as school. Yes, breakfast. they do. Uh, because they've done they do. studies and hungry kids don't learn well. Yeah. Um, and kids that have Shocking. a full belly do, um, you know, they, they are better able to focus. So yes. I think that's a natural thing. I'm also in favor of like, pre-K having nutritional programs Absolutely. available for kids. And I, my, my little memory is that, so like I went to, uh, you know, elementary school a million years ago and I went to a, uh, 
enormous elementary school in a suburb in Utah where we crank out children by the like goddamn dozen per family. And so it was like a massive school. And um, what they would do is employ student labor to help make things run. So um, all of us got to volunteer in a mandatory way. And uh, I would always pick the cafeteria because I thought it was a cool like look behind the scenes of like, oh, this is how that's made or like this is how a dishwasher works or whatever. And yeah, it was fun. So yeah. cool, cool. And it should be this worth mentioning because I, you know, we're couching all of this dialogue with our American viewers in mind. Uh, as a fun fact for people who are not from America, you pay for your school lunches out uh, of yeah. your pocket. They're not guaranteed. Your taxes do not pay for your food. No, so sir. literally, there are American children that go to taxpayer-funded schools who have to sit with no food in front of them. And I will fight every policymaker fist to fit. Look. Look, look. I don't want to get arrested, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stop there. But but wise move. If you hey, <laughs> hey, if you if you're not letting kids eat, you're kind of a piece of you. shit. <laughs> you you're more than kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Just, let's play let, a game. Let's, absolutely. Yeah, so let's the, do it. the the long and short is, if uh, we never ask for money here on the show, uh, but. If you feel at all that you enjoy this game, buy it for a dollar and then donate to your local food bank or your local food insecurity program. And if you're mm. from, you know, a, um, well, I was going to say we're going to get to geopolitics. I'm going to skip past that. But yes, uh, the kids aren't all right and everyone deserves a hot meal. So with that being said, as we transition into Le uh, Legends of the Lunch Line, let our illustrious cast of cafeteria workers and... Uh, Lunch ladies, lunch hymns and thems, introduce themselves. Well, um, as is uh, at this point federal law, I will now introduce <laughs> myself first. Uh, my name is Gladys Hardcorners Garlic Bread, Hardcorners being my nickname. And uh, that's because I can cook those orders hard as shit, especially in my favorite cafeteria dish which is uh, that big tray of mac and cheese. And boy, I can get that stuff so hard, you could break a goddamn car's uh, engine block with it. <laughs> um, so in addition to that, I've got fluffy white hair, rhinestone cat's eye glasses. And now this character attribute is in loving tribute to my great aunt Dot, my mom's aunt Dot. I have dentures that are not the same size on the top and bottom. So my bottom dentures are normal size, but my top ones are like half a size too big. So they kind of just jut out there like this. So on the plus side, big toothy smile all the time for the kids. Um, <laughs> on the minus side, like eating an apple can be a bit of a chore. So, And that's why God made applesauce. Yes. <laughs> Not man. God. Yes. Yes, sirs. Come through the line. Come, 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 come. I know, I know, I know. I know. There is pizza, and there is delicious beef stroganoff. Beef stroganoff made with, with, with not, not fresh noodles, but noodles and not, not meat, but it is, it is, I'm not legally allowed to call it beef, but, 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 but we're going to say it's beef, beef stroganoff. I know, but what I have. What what plato radiatore supreme cousin twin brother of radio <laughs> supreme has is vegetables 
I have broccoli and steamed carrots, and and I also have steamed cauliflower. The broccoli is steamed too, by the way. It is all steamed. <laughs> it's it's. I have. I went to culinary academy. I learned all these techniques. All they give me here is steamer. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I digress. I know that the vegetables are not the thing you look forward to. Believe me, in my heart, in my heart, I know. But, my friends, it is for your health, sir. Quito uh, Radiatory Supreme is, in fact, uh, a goblin. Straight up goblin. He is, he is a, uh, uh, I can't see the screen. Is is the picture of Radiatory oh, yeah. up right it's now? It's up, it's up. Okay, so Radiatory <laughs> is a goblin. In Are you like a, three foot six? He, he is two feet tall. Two feet uh, he, stands on, he stands on four milk crates and pull on time. Do you uh, know the strap that go like stilts? No, he he's, he carries he has like collapsible milk crates that he carries around in his uh, backpack. You've seen people stack the cups. It's like that, except he makes himself like a little so, step ladder. Um, it is. I want to point out because it's very important. This is not a game where like fantasy creatures are just walking around. Radiatory is the only <laughs> goblin in definitely the city, maybe the world, who has a human <laughs> occupation. Uh, he has left the dark underworld of monsters specifically to make sure kids are eating their vegetables. It is worth mentioning, since I didn't read the flavor text, that this game is focused on these illustrious cafeteria workers who are all members of an ancient order sworn to protect children from the agents of darkness while preparing nutritious school lunches. So uh, it definitely does fit within world design to have yeah. the uh, radiatory supreme. Yeah, he is a traitor to the darkness. Mm. Exiled. Exiled to the light. Was... That was Ronnie James Dio, that, those lyrics, right? That was beautiful, John. Thank you. <laughs> and then... Yes, that leaves uh, <clears throat> Travis. Uh, I, I once went to the school and uh, had a lot of fun. Uh, but, you know... Well, <laughs> Too much fun, Travis? <sighs> What's <laughs> <laughs> throwing center blocks in a creek it's a valuable life lesson because you need that in seymour indiana not that that's where this is from <laughs> uh, but it did prepare me when i watched a lunch lady as a child save the class and that is what has inspired me today to cook because that that lunch lady picked up not just like a center block, but an entire sheet tray of meatloaf, <laughs> and, and hit a demon over the head with it. That's what I'm saying. Meatloaf is the most dangerous weapon of them all. Never yeah. underestimate a meatloaf in the hands What's of like a plus, warrior. Plus five against creatures of darkness, I think. And if they have a gluten allergy, that's double damage. Yes. Yeah. 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 Or an egg allergy. Oh yeah. yeah. I love uh, meatloaf. Or peanuts. Now, I, I also should mention that we are wearing a headgear because we were trying to get hairnets, and you can see how successful I was in obtaining a hairnet. <laughs> I I have not worn this chef coat since my days opening cheese shops in HEB nearly a decade ago. At this it point. still fits. Uh, this pen, 
I haven't seen this pen in 10 years. It's <laughs> <laughs> like important. But, but I say all this, I say all this to say that they were like, hey, we should wear hair, hair nets. And I, and I had like PTSD and I was like, no, not again. <laughs> Yeah, so I like, wanna... um, I I I never made it to the front of the restaurant. Like, I was always so. Like the last time I wore a hairnet, I think I was, boy, was I? I think I was slinging fries at a fried chicken shack. But I started there as a dishwasher, which they make you wear a hairnet even as a dishwasher, which is just stupid. But also, um, I apologize. This was twenty years ago, but it is inappropriate and cultural appropriation. But they should have made me wear a hairnet because I had white boy dreadlocks. And like they just kind of bunched up under there, and yeah, it was it was. Oh, a... Charles, let me ask real quick. What uh, smell? Like patchouli, I think. I Perfect. learned something about you every Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Fantastic. And then yeah. before we transition into our opening scene, the one important piece of information from all of you that wasn't shared, and we'll make it brief. What is your signature dish? that you like to see get put on that grid calendar lunch menu. What is your signature dish? Hard-ass mac and cheese. Fortified beef stroganoff. I like how, like, beef is probably spelled, like, B-E-O-F-E-E-F. With, like, quotation marks. And there's probably, like, a question mark that's, like, hidden on the side. You get some it's of that beef. It is if delicious. You, if you get some of that beef and you hit it with some easy cheese, I think you've got like an Arby's beef and cheddar, basically. It tastes way better than Arby's. Arby's, and I know too much about Arby's. <laughs> Travis, your favorite me- uh, menu yeah. item? Well, my favorite—they uh, don't make anymore for reasons. Uh, but <laughs> my my actual current favorite—it's the Texas Straw Hat, which, as you all know from that description. <laughs> It's a normal thing that wasn't served as specifically at Reading School in Seymour, Indiana. Okay, we're going to pause. You have to now tell us what, what this the is. What the Straw I Hat? Mi- First off, is this true? Texas Straw Hat. Not just Texas, Straw Hat. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I know. Bro. I, wa- I thought about like bringing this up earlier. muffins but- are, you know? <laughs> I was right. gonna try to bring this up before we started the stream, but no, then we got we gotta, distracted. We're gonna, we're gonna resolve this. Andrew Hand himself would just be like, "I am glad they took the time to explain what a Texas straw hat is doing on a menu in Seymour, Indiana." So, <laughs> okay, us. so we know what a walking taco is, right? Yeah. No, a what? walking what? taco. Okay, a walking taco. Oh, shoot, this is a Midwest. Is All right, a bag of Fritos. Chocolate oh, okay. meat. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Frito. Yeah, we have those. Yeah, yeah. those yeah. are delicious and good. Yeah. Now let's downgrade that. And then we're going to downgrade oh. that again. And then maybe a little bit more. <laughs> so walking taco, you get like sometimes lettuce, tomato, onion, yeah. hot now, here's the problem. The cheese is like a, a, a pinch of shredded aged in a walk-in fridge most of the semester, uh, probably in an open bag. So that doesn't really melt. And then you take some ground beef product. Um, beef. 
Please. You stare yeah, at please. that while you're browning it, and occasionally you glance over at the taco seasoning. Maybe <laughs> once you might pick it up. You might read the packaging over the meat, and then you put it back on the shelf. It's the and LaCroix the of taco beef. Lift it the above taco... it three times. Yeah, and then... Yeah. That goes on top of the cheese. (laughs) (laughs) That goes on top of the cheese, and they give that to you. So So it's not nachos. It's not a walking taco. It's the the Texas. Using alcohol to warn you off. So when we tell our international audience that. American school children are really not fed. Oh. You have it firsthand <laughs> what it's like. For our international viewers, like American schools are basically prisons. There are kind a lot of was like, article about that recently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's very institutionalized. Like I got that behind the scenes working in the kitchen at my little elementary school. It was like 50 fucking gallon drums of everything. And like that nothing good comes in a 50 gallon drum. Not oil, not food, not nothing. Well, okay, yeah, I'll I'll give it up for you know personal lubricants. That's true. Thank you. Other than that, but certainly things you eat should not come in like a drum that's like that fucking big, you know. Unless it's stadium nacho cheese, but I digress. Mm. Which would have been an upgrade for the Texas (laughs) drum. Yeah, I'm so angry that they put more name on it, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this place. (laughs) Hey, that's what I said when my family moved out. So. With that interlude, our longest interlude yet, we transition the camera panning over from like the director's commentary cut to opening <laughs> sequence. We've already we fast forward to the credits and we uh, pan in on Linda Belcher Elementary. It is an average Wednesday. Um, this being the yes, the student in the rear. Uh, so it's Linda Belcher Elementary says the school sign. We found the rats. Everybody, welcome back. <laughs> go, like go. Intro, like Bob's Burgers, with like next no. door, there's like a building and a power line falls over. Right? And there's <laughs> and underneath that, go Godzillas. Yeah, go Godzillas. Yes. It is home yes. of the Godzillas. Linda Belcher. Bell- no, the yellow Godzillas. The yellow Godzillas. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so. As you're aware, the third Wednesday of the month is delivery month. So this is where the big Cisco or other giant corporation that's delivering food service products is uh, making their way towards Linda Belcher Elementary for you to take in the various uh, 50-gallon drums of food product and other things that are being shipped to you as required by local state government. As, and this is true for international viewers, our U.S. government did declare pizza a vegetable, so our (laughs) concept of food is very weird here. Ketchup ketchup was a vegetable under Ronald Reagan's uh, Department of Education. Because but it I has must, tomatoes in it, yeah. I must insist that that it is a fruit. There is not a significant enough amount of ketchup and or pizza sauce to necessitate the serving of a vegetable in American it's school locked. lunch. That's not locked. the lady's fault. <laughs> so it is that you are so creative with your cooking and dedicated to making something nutritious out of it 
So you know that you will be ex uh, getting this shipment in soon. Uh, you already have been working your way through your first pack of cigarettes of the day and getting prepped. You also know today is a special occasion because it is the annual science fair where all the elementary school kids have been diligently working on various projects of various kinds. Uh, so early on in the morning, there will be the round of judging and then at lunch, you'll be able to serve up a special dessert to celebrate whoever the winning uh, champions of the science fair are. So those are your kind of things to start your day as you're preparing for your shift before the bell rings, before the truck gets in, how do you prep your workstation in the cafeteria or what are your pre-cooking rituals? Well, first uh, of all, can I say what the dessert is that we prepared for the science fair kids? Oh, absolutely. Well, you, you will be preparing it. What is we'll it? We'll be preparing. So we're going to make them um, chocolate lava cake, which is like a chocolate cake that you put baking soda and vinegar into. <laughs> to make oh yes. <laughs> You're making a chocolate lava cake. With uh, baking soda and vinegar. Now, lava. Yeah. as a GM, I have to ask this, since a... A lava cake are traditionally round. How are you going to cook Absolutely it? Absolutely not. It goes in a square tray. It's going to be square. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just... <laughs> All right. If you can imagine a square volcano... Um... <laughs> no. Gladys, Gladys. Gladys. <laughs> I want to point that Roddy Troy had never encountered a cigarette before coming to the day world, and he is enamored. Yeah. Are we all smoking? I... Promise yeah. you, yeah. I promise you. I promise you. I could use I could turn it real lava. <laughs> I could make real lava. Wait, I I, wait, I wait, wait, wait. Do humans eat lava? No. Sometimes. Oh then no, no, probably not good then, eh? No, it would burn it would burn the kids for sure. No, don't I mean, no, 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 no. Some of those some of those soft little so and so's get burnt on our pizza, you know, when it's fresh out of the oven. And um... I just want to say that I, I'm fully imagining that like radatory smoking like Virginia Slims. Yeah. <laughs> Which has are a... like to him they look like this long, you know. <laughs> I want to remind you that he has giant ears, so he has a full carton of cigarettes behind an ear. <laughs> Dude, somebody should draw that. Somebody should, like an orc or something with a, a card of cigarettes. If you don't follow Pashki on social media, Pashki is always making yeah. entertaining yeah. posts. Yes. He yeah. records the minutes of these videos. Pashki and Tori with a spatula in one hand and a carton of cigarettes Make it happen. Ear. <laughs> Other actions that you were wanting to take before that first bell rings and the trucks come well i always i always prepare my workstation first i take out my trusty ladle hook it to the belt and then um i just like bang on my workstation really hard to show it who's boss just to kind of like put it in the right mood before the shift i want to make sure that that thing's not gonna screw around with gladys and uh, yeah, then I just I'm, I'm waiting for the delivery. I'm very excited. Uh, I mean, delivery day is the day that we get like um, all the new noodles, which means we get to get rid of the old noodles. Yeah, uh -huh. which, we don't get rid of what? That means hard ass mac and cheese. Yeah, that's right. So uh, I'm very excited to uh, use up the last of the old noodles in my signature dish. So I'm hearing so far that today's menu will comprise of 
uh, soft and tender mac and cheese, and then <laughs> delicious lava cakes. Yeah, uh, as a Travis, special dessert, yeah. What what else is going to be added to today's menu? Uh, well, there's, going to be, uh, there's going to be, uh, he calls it sautéed spinach, but it, like, let's be honest, it's spinach mush. <laughs> um, uh, is there a difference ready? between sautéed spinach and spinach mush? There is. There actually is. Um, uh, spinach mush is still identifiable as spinach, or sorry, sautéed spinach is still identifiable as spinach. Spinach mush might just be like <laughs> green colored oatmeal. <laughs> oatmeal. Uh, so Ready Tori gets ready for his day by um, drawing ancient sigils of warding and obfuscation around his workstation to hide himself from the prying eyes of demons uh, <laughs> who wish to draw him back to the darkness. Uh, he also puts a bobblehead of Gordon Ramsay and a uh, a uh, a pic a family picture of uh, him and Ravioli Supreme uh, at a chili cookout uh, in front of his workstation. I'm picturing the Gordon Ramsay bobblehead does not look pleased with you. It's just like it's he it does not, but it is signed. Oh, it just cool. it just bobbles. Yeah, it just goes like this. <laughs> right, so Travis, um, be the main entree is going to be the mac and cheese, and then dessert's been picked, and the vegetable is going to be spinach? Question, question mark. mark. Yeah. Uh, so cars, what is the baby. what is the fruit option that you're going to be planning for today? Well, I've I've been watching the the YouTube, and I I found this this new. Rinse down, picks up, leans back a little bit, and just drops like a 10 pound jackfruit on the counter. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yes! What the fuck is jackfruit? I love it so much. What are you going to do with the jackfruit? Fucking what hell. is it he going to do with the jackfruit? Look. I'm just imagining Travis, <laughs> elementary school dropout, smoking a pack, dropping a jackfruit in the table while we're eating this. I mean, what is Travis's plan? <laughs> yes. Sweet and savory jackfruit barbecue. Yeah, okay. So you, your fruit option is barbecue. Barbecue. Fake meat barbecue, yeah. America, baby. <laughs> I know. All right, like, all right. Right. Real quick, real quick about jackfruit. Two facts about it. One, um, it does actually make for in real life like very good <laughs> vegan pulled pork. Um, I disagree. Okay. All right. Fine. Well, uh, up, Texas man, go yeah, back in yeah. your straw hat. So, so, so. Fun, <laughs> fun fact number two: If you've ever wondered what uh, juicy fruit tastes like, it's jackfruit. Um, it's like young jackfruit, which actually is like a fruit fruit and not like a big 10 pound lump of fucking fiber. Uh, I've only had it in the can, so I mean, yeah. I'm not fresh, but uh, jackfruit I, I is really good. I'm not saying I don't like jackfruit because jackfruit kicks ass. A mature and... jackfruit, though, is like a mature squash. I mean, it's it's the, almost wood you know the most important question is this is an exotic item that has not come from <laughs> a standard delivery so travis where did you find a jackfruit well i grew it <laughs> i found it in the grid. Oh, that answer. <laughs> that answer. 
<laughs> I have a greenhouse in my basement <laughs> that I don't let the government know about for reasons. Legal check for operation. <laughs> and I thought it would be fun. And you were right. Radiatory fully respects this and gives you illicit fertilizer. <laughs> I think that means he gives you his shit. Like, I'm just... No, no. Uh, he he poaches guano from under bridges. Oh, oh hey, that's pretty. That's quality. Good yeah, lots yeah. of nitrogen. I have a neighbor that actually does that, y'all. <laughs> that's wow. There's a lot. Is of it poaching? You can get. If it's guano, like it depends yeah. on the area. Well, there are actually laws illegal, about but that. I know it should be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about like lice or yeah, like hantavirus like, and like yeah, and the, like Indian all the stuff you can get from nature. guano. So you know, John, that that guy just sounds batshit. <laughs> I'm gonna put Bernard, Bernard on that. mute. <laughs> oh, so as you are balls. still, as you are getting ready, you're seeing from your view in the cafeteria with those nice like double flappy doors with a window on it. Yep. Children already like first bell rings, or it's like the first one letting you know that you need to like give your ten minute warning. Kids are already marching in their science fair projects to the auditorium slash gym, which is adjacent to the cafeteria eating space. So they're setting up um, their, their various things, and all the kids have everything covered with a blanket to keep things secure. And you can see them being lined up on the the various tables out. You know, again, it's that shared space of cafeteria, auditorium, gymnasium as uh, many people are familiar with the elementary schools and across the american landscape um so they're chittering away and getting ready for the science fair the you hear the telltale beeping of trucks backing up and you're ready for your first task of the day and that is unloading the truck so to see how this plays out i'm gonna need all of you to make me the first roll of the day and that's going to be having it all. Uh-oh, my lowest stat. Oh, no. Uh, we're trying to roll. Um... If that is your tertiary skill, your target is 10 or higher. Oh, shit, then I hit it. Cool. All oh, right. Then, yeah, well, I'm good, bro. So we have two successes, yeah. and Travis? Uh, having it all is my second, and I rolled a six. A oh, six? bummer. Wait. All right. Is six good for second? I have to look up the ranges. So it again. is five and higher for your uh -huh. primary. It's seven or higher for your secondary, or ten or higher for your tertiary. For our viewers at home, the three stats again are kicking ass, cooking tots, and having it all um, to be interpreted as you would imagine. And you get to pick uh, your first, second, and third uh, skill in order. And then there are different successes on the D12 for each. This is Just, a really good take on the TriStat system in my it opinion. It is. I like it, yeah. It's simple. Uh, there's a lot of room for, like, interpretation. So super, super, it, it combines a lot of my favorite things about, about this style thing. So kudos. Cool. So I'm imagining yeah. we successfully start unloading the, uh, the truck. Travis did get a failure, but it's not enough oh. to cost him a resource point. If you fail by three uh, or more than three points, then you lose one of your six precious resource points that represent 
your luck, your health, and the gear that you are carrying. So uh, Travis so... Travis takes it easy because he threw his back out growing that jackfruit. Yeah. Plus, I've lugged it all the way here, and they're pointy. Yeah. <laughs> your hands are just pointy, like... Bro. He's just sitting back with the cigarette in the back brace, like, watching us work, you know. Every now and then, he's like, hey, hey, be careful with that. So... You are unloading, getting the various dollies of things, um, you know, pulling out. You're, you're looking at your shipping manifest, and, like, things aren't lining up exactly. What are the weird items that you are offloading that you don't feel like belong in your school lunch inventory? Well, I know I didn't order dry mice. That might have been me. Rice. <laughs> That might have been you. <laughs> Venus um, fly trap. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, uh, Radiatory comes out of the back of the truck, literally fighting a sentient vine covered in thorns. <laughs> uh, he has, he has like, whereas, whereas Ravioli constantly carries a cleaver around, uh, Radiatory has like a whittling knife that he uses to make like carvings of. Uh, dachshunds for the children. Please tell me it's out of blocks of cheese. Out of cheese, yeah. I was and thinking you'd like, have like a carrot peeler. Hey, hey, do do humans usually eat these? This is <laughs> no, this one's no good. No. It's sour. Oh no, 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 we don't. We don't eat those. Have to develop a better palate, my friends. Your <laughs> What do goblins eat in fantasy usually? Just like so, mushroom, so, uh, mushrooms? No, I, oh, I, eh, here, 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 here. It's a, a <laughs> menu from my from my restaurant from the darkness. And he hands you a, a piece of paper. It it has uh it is mostly gobbled gobbledygook. gook. Like <laughs> you can't read most of it, except for one word in the center, circled three times and underlined eight times, is the word anything. <laughs> I like that. I like that uh that that flavor palette. That's a good flavor palette. You should hang on to that, Radiatory. <laughs> Shouldn't try to change that palette. But we don't want that spiny ass vine because that's gonna eat one of the kids. Um, oh no, no. Unless are are we sure it's not one of the kids' science projects? Did I take it to the gymnasium. Well, that is where the children are. Uh I don't know. Let's uh, let's quarantine it for now. See if anybody's missing their experiment. Okay, Gladys. Okay. Who has the highest having it all score out of us? Is it? It's Pash my tertiary. Okay, it's my tertiary too. So I think that's you, Pashki. So you're like our science head. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've got a I've got a greenhouse in my basement. So yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah, makes who, sense. Who needs an elementary school diploma? He's been like learning on the job since he was a kid. You said yeah. it's your 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 secondary skill, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, making sure. But All it's right. it's tertiary for both me and John. So. Correct. All right. Uh, so you're offloading a very angry vine and uh, trying to find a good spot for it. At this point, the cafeteria uh, slash gymnasium slash auditorium. Uh, has all of these children now with their science fair project. Now, this is the reserve for grades three and up, and there is always a honorary trophy that 
you win, you just, you just get your name added to the placard. So you've heard of uh, all kinds of exciting things that kids have been saying they're going to be making this year and will be competing. Uh, so you, as you have offloaded the ingredients, are you, know, you are starting to need to prep food early because you were feeding, you know, like a couple hundred kids as this is an overcrowded public school. Are any of you uh, shirking your responsibilities of cooking or are in, and going to go check out the science fair, or are you going to be staying and starting to make your cooking tots rolls for the day? Um, unfortunately for the kids, I am very enthusiastic about my hard ass macaroni and cheese. I say unfor <laughs> unfortunately because I intentionally made cooking Gladys garlic bread's lowest stat. So she's, I mean, I'm good at welding with food, but, uh, making well, it, but I am what I, what I lack in skill. I make up for in enthusiasm. Uh, and for, uh, doubly unfortunately to the, for the kids, Radiatori's highest stat is cooking. However, <laughs> he is extremely curious about the human science and wants to show support and like, so he's like walking around the gymnasium. And I'm like, uh, I got this. <laughs> yeah. He is walking around the gymnasium. And I like, I kind of assume Eddie Tori has a pretty good relationship with the kids. Like, once they, they get over the him. fact that he's not human, you're he's... like, see eye to eye with these kids. Yeah. See, or eye they're eye even with... taller than you. Yeah. 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 But like, he's very supportive and yeah. like, like, oh, so you made, you made, you're saying, Fair project is that you put some soda on a penny. That's brilliant. You are so creative <laughs> and smart. Like just a hundred percent it in it to win it for these kids. Great. So you are shirking your cooking duties to check out. That's a hundred percent shirking. Travis, are you being responsible and cooking and finding no. this vine thing, or are you checking out science fair? Responsible. I dropped out of out of grade school. <laughs> All right. He's also the brains of the outfit. So fantastic. So you and I'm all alone. <laughs> Radatory are gonna be picking up the science fair. So that means that Gladys, you are left alone in the Linda Belcher honorary cafeteria. Oh, okay. And you are starting to make your signature uh, dish to kind of set the tempo of the <laughs> lunch phase that is gonna be coming later in the game. I want you to um you know, put out that cigarette and yep. make that uh, uh, make your first cooking roll to see how your pre-prep is going. Are you able to detach oh, your block of noodles? What? That's a natural 12. All right. Wow. Way to go, Gladys. Right? No, that's no. like that. I aced it. Like, the ace, that's that's the maximum it. roll, and that's my oh, lowest yeah, okay. stat. So, yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm surprised. Gladys is off to a roaring start. All right, so Gladys, you already start doing the prep work. Um, you've already beaten down the station to let it know who's mm -hmm. boss. Yep. And today you are definitely kicking ass and cooking tots and having it all at the same time. It is your day. Nothing hypes you up quite like fresh delivery day. Mm -hmm. And uh, the fact that um, you get to make your crispy edges just tintillates you. And I've got the local college rock station cranked up back there because I'm even though I'm like, you know, arguably 95, I'm a huge fucking Pixies fan. So like Are I'm, you a big I'm fan always... of uh, butt rock? Uh yeah, butt rock's pretty cool. I mean that's like the stuff that makes you shake your butt, right? <laughs> no. Is that like uh, butthole surfers? 
No, but okay. yeah, they're cool. Oh my god, butt rock is no, no, the... it's real life. Charles knows what it okay, is. Okay, I was, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. no, 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 okay. no, no, no. Yeah, no. Uh, Rob. Uh, oh fuck, not Robert Evans, but one of the guys from uh, Minion Death Cult did a whole podcast about butt rock that was quite funny on Patreon. Yeah, yeah. That's like uh, Creed, like your Nickelback. Imagine your... Dragons. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it's okay. we wait nothing but rock. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, but rock. All right, so you're setting this great. You've got a, a, a fast clip in your prep work, and you are going to totally show off Travis and uh, Radiatory that uh, stale ass noodles are going into the salty water. You know, I've got the um, as as Travis mentioned, the bag of cheese that's been open for the whole semester in the freezer. Only unlike Indiana, I'm not skimping. Like once those noodles go into that pan, like I'm just gonna be upending the whole thing. Like there might be stuff that died in there, or maybe like moldy spot. I don't give a shit. Just it's fresh all going mice in. compared to yes, dried fresh mice. mice. No dried mice. I didn't order those. We can get them fresh here. So uh redditory and travis you are checking out the science fair experiments you as like all the co all of them are still covered at this stage and the fever pitch is reaching its climax as all the kids always dramatically pull off the sheet and reveal all of their various creations redditory is applauding like a fucking maniac and I wouldn't have it any other way. You're probably doing the YMCA or whatever goblins do. <laughs> the worm. He's doing the worm. That's how excited he is. He's doing the Charleston. He's doing the snake. <laughs> uh, Travis, were you going to say something? How do magnets work, Billy? <laughs> Explain. Magic. Fucking so magnets. As how do the, they work? The kids are getting more and more <laughs> amped up. You're already kind of seeing a little bit They're of that sticky, side but they don't eye. stick to things. Exactly. You're seeing some of that side eye tension yeah. going on between the science teacher and the gym teacher. You know oh. that there's always been a rivalry between the two because the science teacher just keeps picking on the gym teacher. <laughs> because... You flipped it. I love that. No, no. <laughs> I, I, I mean, stupid, dumb jock. I mean, the real, yeah. cool, the real cool thing is for this, this science. <laughs> so... You know, I'm just picturing always... this like awesome, like you know, like a uh, big chin science guy with the the glasses, kind of like mine. Only his hair is all sculpted back, and he's just like, ha, ha, ha. and the gym teacher's like this kind of pot bellied, like balding dude, like oh. Which is I love that. Which is absolutely true. Since you're given this gigachad science dude, what is uh, the <laughs> science uh, professor's the science teacher's name again? Uh, Doctor Bigcock. All right. Biggest dickus. <laughs> I I wonder how that got past Linda Belcher Elementary <laughs> hiring thing, but that must be a union thing. The science nerd union helped Look, to get. Man, what it's you... a family name. Let's not be uh -oh. racist here. That family has it's... been in this town since the founding of it. They, <laughs> the their name is on the cornerstone have. of the bank. There's got to be like a big cock, like Auto Mart, where this yeah. is like. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it's spelled like um, B I with the dots on it. G G. You never say it in a big motel. Like, yeah, I thought it would be with like a Q or like. Uh, oh, excuse like me, cock, John. Like, John, like you're talking a window. It's not the Big Cock Hotel. It's the Big Cock slipping in. It's the cock of the walk. And... I need you to go straight to hell. Do not pass. Go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm not so... going to. <laughs> All right, so Big Hawk is, warmly greets everyone, and he's like dramatically kind of pauses and goes, "Children, welcome to Old Science Fair," and just like dramatically has like one of those like uh, uh, Tesla coils like zapping in the background. Just he wheels out just for the occasion to make all the kids go ooh ah, and like statics are just like jumping from the rivets of the table. Does he do fake thunder with the metal sheet? Like have one of his students do that? No, kind of he delegates that to the gym teacher being such <laughs> a uh, a nerd. And you can Ooh. see like like Ooh. he's got that look. He's looking down at the floor. He's like, I just buff this. And there's like kids like sneaker marks everywhere. Adults doing stuff is dumb. Show us the kids projects. Right up. Look at the Tesla coil. This is the best part yeah, that's of an adult. here. That's an adults. Um actually as the scene is unfolding. Uh, surreptitiously, or maybe not so. I want um, both you, Ratatouille, and Travis to make me a having it all check. That's, uh, <laughs> that's Ratatouille does not have it all. <laughs> Did you fail more than three points? Let's, let's say yes. Okay. That's too bad. We, I've heard that gonna, in, in the modern era, goblins can have it all. We're going to put a pin in what happens. I want to see what happens to Travis. Uh, Travis got a 10 out of 7. So. Okay, so Travis, you're noticing that there is this, despite that kind of like browbeaten, sad look to the uh, gym teacher. And what was the gym teacher's name, Travis? Paul Wang. Sorry, he asked Patchkey. We can go with Small Wang. All right, Small Wang. You see this smile growing on Small Wang's face, like he knows something. So Big Cock is like, and now for the dramatic reveal! Um, all the kids rip off the sheets. And there's several things that kind of happen in like a montage that's imposed across the, your, your, the screen. You see the, the blanket go up, the kids' faces get excited, and just the crestfallen look on... Uh, Big Cock's face. He's, you've never seen this guy look so dejected and sad in his life as the camera pans across the scene where every single kid has a volcano. Every <laughs> single kid. Ratatouille's losing his fucking mind. They're gonna and love dessert. Ratatouille, <laughs> you are so fascinated by this that you like lean in too deep and like you get volcano blasted in the face and that represents why you lost one of your resource points is because both your eyes have just been burnt out by too much food coloring baking soda and vinegar uh one of your eyebrows Ratty, might Ratty, be Ratty and Tori's eyebrows are like fizzing with baking soda and he's just like yes yeah so smart yes little ones yes um 
which terrifies and scars the little one in question. His face and is like bubbling. He's like, yes! Ratatouille, you would agree because you're small and you got splashed with a volcano that would cover a lot of you in your your coat, right? Ratatouille is S-O-A-K-E-D. All right, great. Fantastic. So uh, Big Hawk just looks just absolutely sad, and y- you see he kind of stammers, and he he's holding his, like, little microphone with attached to, like, the portable <laughs> uh, box, and he goes, One- Wonderful job, children. <laughs> we will commence judging and he's like he's like holding in a tear what a like, pro. you know that his least favorite science fair project is the volcano because everyone does the volcano and prior up to the science fair he had been uh and you've heard about this from the kids like everyone talking about doing things other than the volcano so it's kind of odd that it's every kid had volcanoes um so after a while you have a various panel of uh, celebrity judges, uh, such as, you know, <laughs> one of the from KUT, cool librarians, um, that VP, VP, uh, Fastizi, mm-hmm. uh, uh goes around and starts judging, and uh, one of the kids is, is crowned winner. And the entire time, you're just progressively seeing Big Cox just confidence just gets sadder and sadder and like there's this like malicious glee in uh small cox wait was it small cox small wang i gotta write that down i'm gonna get my but wang in his in his beady little eye travis notices all of that radiatory is going around to each table and watching each experiment fully (laughs) just like gleeful and supportive Getting an eyeball like full each time. Every single table he goes to, it's as though he has never even heard of this experiment before. As a quick thing, and we'll snap back to the various noodle contrivances that Gladys is working <laughs> on. As a as a quick five second snap, Travis, which is your favorite volcano? Travis looks across and small. A small little volcano that droops to the side that wasn't quite <laughs> <made enough>. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually my niece's volcano. She wanted to test the acidity oh. of jackfruit. So what she did was she meshed it up with the hand mixer that I'm not allowed to touch, but I guess she can. <laughs> but she spent all that Tried to sculpt that thing. God damn it. Didn't she do her best? She failed, but she did her best. That's my favorite one. Mr. Voice in my head. Travis giving on the outer monologue around the kids. Is is Travis kind of having a flashback to his own science fair contribution? I mean, the player remembers the time he act- was trying to test streamers versus parachutes on model rockets and hit a duck. <laughs> and the teacher didn't believe me. And so I got a point deducted on that. You brought in the duck later. <laughs> um, fun fact, my middle school science fair project was entomophagy or showing how many insects you would need to eat to stay alive in a survival situation. And I actually Ooh. cooked and brought in insects to eat it uh, at school. Mine, uh, the one that I did the best was um, testing 
and this is like when I was in, I don't know, second or third grade, but um, conditions for like mold growth on bread. So like different levels of like heat and light and humidity and oh. figuring out like what, what the optimal conditions to grow mold on just like a slice of white bread was. Shit, that's nice. a way better than a volcano. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. I got to grow. And you know what? The idea, if I'm being totally honest, uh, many years after the fact, I loved uh, the movie Ghostbusters. And I loved that Egon Spengler's hobby was more spolds, or excuse me, spores, molds, and fungus. And like, so I looked that up the first chance I got, and I've been fascinated ever since. So. Oh. That's one of the things me and John bond over. Ratatouille, mm. which was your favorite of the volcanoes? There was uh there was one volcano uh that was just a like picture of a volcano in front of a glass of water that the kid had poured <laughs> all the stuff in. Um and it didn't fizz at all because they didn't actually know the ingredients. They had uh they had used like water and flour. Um but as the kid is sitting there just kind of like crying a little because they're the one kid whose parents won't help them, Radiatori uh, went over there and showed them how to turn their water and uh, bread into um, uh, wonton wrappers and cook with them. <laughs> and so, like, the judges have long left, and Radiatori's just sitting there like, okay, now look, 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 look. Here's how this can be tasty. Uh, and so he, uh, Radiatori is also, uh, first of all, first of first, Radiatori is not great at understanding what the goal of things is. Um, because like, let's face it, goblins don't have uh, science fairs. Second of all, <laughs> Radiatori did try to bribe the judges to give that kid first prize using goblin money. What, <laughs> what is goblin money? Is yeah, what do goblins money? use is for it money? Teeth? Uh, it's not deep. That's orcs. Uh, so in this case, so Goblin's money is transitory. Uh, in this case, it was four rocks, a empty <laughs> carton of smokes, and a raven skull. Uh, with uh, that wisp, uh, the raven skull that whispers dread truths about um, uh, uh, Madonna's career. Okay, I'm. I I would, I would award that. Um, I would award that kid first prize and take that. Uh, it's that. it's a a supernatural raven skull that whispers dread secrets about a pop star. Who wouldn't want that? I mean, dread secrets about her career. There's really only one direction that shit's going from here. Let's uh, you honest. should hear what it says about One Direction in her. <laughs> <laughs> so after all the judging has happened, and of course the rich kid that makes. Puts what you know, the parents built it with help of probably underpaid uh, illegal labor with the fastidiousness and complexity of the volcano. Uh, and everyone is unhappy by this. Uh, the after all the kids have left and gone back to their classes, all of their projects are left there. And the janitor is taking each one of them, tossing it in a very large trash can. You can hear the like the fizzing and the bubbling still from the bottom of the trash can. It's like volcano after volcano after volcano is being chucked within this giant trash can. That shit's gonna eat through the bottom. So you Especially have... after I turned it into real lava. <laughs> so you are um going back to the cafeteria where you see that Gladys is 
Are you elbows deep in noodle? What? Where are you? Yeah, in your prep? yeah. Tell me a little bit about um, that. More tr mid tricep than elbow. Okay. Um, it's a big pan, but yeah. Um, the noodles are uh double salted and triple boiled. Um, they and then I let them dry out for a little bit. That's very important. Um, and when they start to get just a little hard on the tips, like that's when it's time to put everything in mix in the cheese and mm -hmm. like some people swear by milk or whatever for the sauce but i've found that like mushroom gravy is better so i use a couple big cans of that nice. and you know i also like to improvise so like today it was like basil and cumin and chinese five spice and you know um and i think that'll do it uh yeah Ian, ready to go in the oven disadvantage for our cooking today <laughs> for everyone or just for you that would be a good thing because the two of you were being distracted. So I think that's a great rule. As opposed ruler. to just skipping the roll. By all means, please do, because um, things are going to be unfolding here. Oh, do I need to roll again for my oh. cooking? No, you've been very diligent. These okay, two cool. uh, chuckleheads have been... Oh, right. uh, cooking is my primary. I am... I, six, dude, I, I rolled a five. <laughs> <laughs> All so right. I just barely managed to pull off uh, spinach mush. I was going to say, I sent you that article today about the Jimson Wade spinach. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, Travis, how did you fare? Well, uh, voice inside my head, let me just, I'd like to talk to you about my role, and hopefully you <laughs> won't be too judgmental on little Travis here. Oh, it's okay, Travis. It's a safe space here. What did you, what did you roll? I rolled sweetie? a one. <laughs> so that jackfruit as you're like cutting yeah, into it um there, i mean you can see something has like food through the jackfruit fruit and like haul it out what's in the oh, center no. of that jackfruit uh scorpions yeah so scorpions <laughs> just flood out of the jackfruit you're like uh yeah. Apparently, uh, your scorpion farm, uh, someone left the lid open last night, and your jackfruit is full of scorpions, so you get stung on the hand, and you lose one of your six uh, resource points, and your hand's all swollen up, and it's gnarly. And uh, as you are going through and cooking things, Ratatouille, you're, uh, you're feeling a little bit itchy from all that um, vinegar on your skin, <laughs> and you're, you're feeling a, a burning sensation uh, in your chest, like uh, around your chest. Usually it's in my pants. <laughs> yeah, you probably don't have much of a torso, do you? I don't. I also don't have genitalia, so, you know. It's not fine. that. It's, uh, it's, but it is warm and burning, and... Um, is it scorpions? It's not scorpions. <laughs> it's something else you have in your pocket. Is it the love of the Lord? It, I, I think it's the love of a Lord. I, uh, <laughs> I check my medallion. It is. So you oh. are so fastidious with all of your warding sigils, but when you were covered in that vinegar spray, your warding sigil that was keeping the King of Nightmares from noticing your amulet in your pocket was washed off. Oh, no. Well, that's probably not good. And it's getting yeah. that telltale baleful glow that you know when you're being scried on by King of Nightmares, and you know, he's going to be coming for you. <laughs> I make sure no kids can witness me flipping the bird to the King of Nightmares. That's oh, that's not good. Um, you know, it's this, important for kids to learn to flip the bird Gladys, properly. Gladys. 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 
Hey Gladys, uh, you uh, you remember <laughs> you remember I once told you I I I am able to uh, stay right I can stay because um, I have a little trinket. Yeah, yeah. So something about a nightmare. It's of... funny. It's funny story. That trinket. Yeah, I steal it. Uh-huh. No, I know stealing is not good. I know stealing is not good. However, I steal this one from King of Nightmares. You don't say. Anyway, long story. Look, this is this is probably nothing, right? Probably nothing. I, we laugh about it tomorrow. Yes. Um, I think he sees me. Hmm. So, like, like blood red, glowing eyes of darkness, everything. That's I, I, all. I show the amulet, which is uh-huh. like actively on fire with like <laughs> a, a demon screaming, clawing at the air. I don't know. I don't know about all that. I like the fact that like there's like scorpions everywhere, and I'm just imagining Gladys is like, is that also because of the amulet? And Travis is <laughs> oh, no, like, that is scorpions. I actually, I wanted to make a check on that. So um, I intentionally in my inventory put um, heavy ass stainless steel ladle. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever used one of these mm-hmm. big ass industrial, mm-hmm. but like that thing is a melee weapon. Oh, absolutely. And 100%. I would love to start scorpion whacking since uh, kicking ass is my highest stat. Please do. Make All that right. first kicking ass roll. Here we go. And it is a that's another 12, so I'm gonna re-roll that suspicious. So and Why is that's it suspicious. A, uh then I'll just take it because the second time I rolled was a two. So I mean it, it, it happens. I mean the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was a natural fire glass. Yep, yep. So smacking uh, scorpions left so and right. Travis, you're covered in scorpions, and Gladys comes to the rescue. <laughs> um <laughs> beating you with whacking the... the shit out of you <laughs> yep. yeah lovingly yes yeah i'm trying to get the scorpions off you ow thank you ow thank you ow, ow. over there thank you right uh, right Radi- is also trying to help picking them off and like popping them in his mouth as uh as like oh yep. that one looks mean those are probably like an amus bush for goblins or i bet they yeah, pair like with the jackfruit <laughs> oh no, jackfruit! No, thank you. I thought scorpions were carnivorous. What's a bunch of them doing in a jackfruit? Uh, so funny story. Scorpions are super attracted to um, uh, peach trees. Really? Because they're omnivorous. Huh? Yeah. I did. Right. I learned something today, and so did the rest of our viewers at home. You knew that, like the. Uh, one, uh, one, I, I, uh, yeah. We will get that. We need I, to get, like a button. Yeah, I'm yeah. going. We'll get it. I'll, okay. I'm making it. another note. Fantastic. <laughs> we're, we'll, we're keep. We're more. We're adding more features to this podcast. We do, we do need so, to ask uh, Harlan Harlan from Bog Wizard to make us a the more you know. Uh, he could he could do the same chords and just he, like make it. We need it. Doom as fuck, you know. Exactly. Yes. We need to have Harlan back on the show. We should do. Yes, that we should. Uh, yeah. Oh. Side note, side note, Lemons has offered to be one of our guest players in the future. So that's, audience. That's, fantastic. that's not possible. Lemons doesn't exist. Lemons is under your bed right now, sharpening a knife. Lemons is, kind of a Schro- Lemons is kind of a Schrodinger situation. Until you look under your bed, Lemons both is and is not there. And then at the point that you look under your bed... Your throat is slit and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. So... As you are doing your prep, and Travis is removing all of these scorpions from their uh, from their body, 
there's a well first off real quickly did you tell travis that the king of nightmares may be aware of this current situation or are you letting travis be blissfully unaware as he's still <laughs> covered head to toe and... busy is the thing Travis has his own woes to deal with and radiatory is not rude so travis you are your mouth starts to taste like brimstone a little bit and like your face is swelling maybe it's all the scorpion stings but maybe not <laughs> there is this uh telltale like peal of thunder in the distance and whinnying of horses uh what are the other sounds that come when that heralds uh, some type of envoy from the realm of nightmares uh so <clears throat> when the when the king of nightmares himself is turning his attention towards you. You can hear the weeping of every child waking up in the nightmare, overlaying an echo. Um, you've heard the song uh, Memories from the musical Cats. Cats? Yeah. yeah. That awesome. one's for you, Pashki. Yeah, that, that also echoes throughout the hallways uh, of the dam. But it's overlaid by Enter Sandman by Metallica. <clears throat> that would be a bad combination. In yeah, fact, in fact it's it's Ender Sandman by Metallica sung to the tune of Memories from Cats. With choruses of children weeping in the background. Yes. Now, to be fair, the type of fair. music that I listen to, a chorus of weeping children might not be completely out of place or unexpected. <laughs> Just saying. Um... I have a very funny story for you later. Okay. Wonderful. If we got time in the outro, we'd love to hear it. So, all this being said, you start to uh, hear these various things. There is this whiff of sulfur and brimstone and children's tears, and it's not even math class, and nothing. Like, there's no like columns of flame there's nothing there's no creatures that come out of the corners that should not be it all fades hmm. there's like this dramatic crescendo peel of thunder all of that stuff and nothing and your amulet stops itching and that baleful eye melts back into the design I have good news, friends. <laughs> you pay him back? False alarm. Oh, I think yeah. I think it was a telemarketer. Yeah, false demon alarm. Gotcha. Yeah. We're trying to reach you about your universe's extended warranty. <laughs> I keep telling them put me on the do not summon list, but <laughs> So at this point, Gladys whacked off all the scorpions off of Travis's body. And uh, Radiatory may have avoided being pulled back into the realm of nightmares. And so far, we still don't have a fruit option for lunch. A uh, wow, like what is the inside of something that scorpions nested in going to look like? Like, oh, Travis, what does it look like? I mean, you pick away the shell casings from when they molted, <laughs> it's it's mostly good. Mostly it's, good, right? It's like you—you you like, don't shake. want the brown bits. Get out the shell casings, scrape out the slimy bit. We could, you know. we could candy the scorpions. Oh, those That's are actually fruit. really That's not good. Not a fruit, though. 
Neither is um, pizza. That's pizza's a fruit. The scorpion's a fruit. Come on. Actually, I'll have you know, the DeSantis administration just declared scorpions a fruit for the purposes of school lunch. <laughs> I would not be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Um, Charles, uh, Charles, I am too far gone for you to make jokes about the DeSantis administration. <laughs> like, I need, I, you are, you are harshing <laughs> my vibe. I like the fact that you said casings, Travis, and imagine like mm -hmm. there's these, you know, it's a, jackfruits are large if you haven't seen them. Yeah, it's, it's so like, like you're shaking out the two halves, shaking, and it's just shaking, like shaking, cicada shaking. shells yeah, just like yeah. pouring out of like, <laughs> it's just full. All right, so I make me another cook, uh, cooking tots roll there, Travis. See, can you salvage this scorpion effed jackfruit? <laughs> I guess that's There's no so much scorpions. <laughs> Two. I did so one better. <laughs> How do you feel about boobies, though? <laughs> I love boobies. <laughs> it's a joke, hat, but it's accurate. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> yeah, Travis. I love you. You've already had <laughs> one horrible thing happen to you with this, and you've just lost another resource point because what what backfired when you completely failed salvaging this jackfruit? <laughs> oh man, I feel like I should go blind for some reason, at least in one eye. Um, the maybe, maybe you the, taste the tested it before before serving it to the kids. <laughs> you forgot that you were allergic to jackfruits. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh fuck! Not again! I... <laughs> ooh, ooh! It <laughs> Sorry, what, Travis? I didn't mean to take that from you. Uh, no, that's that's. Uh, I like him being allergic. Uh, I just also had the the idea. Now I'm allergic. A first problem. Second problem: the jackfruit itself spawns legs and becomes a jackfruit <laughs> scorpion. The scorpions were the jackfruits babies. <laughs> I, I, I like this. I like this. There was already some weirdness happening, but then, you know, there may have been a portal opening to the nightmare realm, and then all of a sudden, the jackfruit is actually doing like a Harimus Bosch, like it turns into a scorpion, and it's got or, like man baby legs and a big tail. Or, and... or this is how jackfruit reproduce in the wild. Yeah, this is on. This is all natural, said, baby. Like said. All right, so we're gonna pause uh, everything right now in the fact that you are being menaced by a jackfruit scorpion. Uh, it somehow has a rattle in its scorpion tail, so it sounds like a <laughs> rattlesnake. Oh no! And it is menacing you with this like dripping tail. It is a jackfruit from the bowels of hell. And uh, we'll go, we'll take this round robin. Travis, you have brought this creature maybe unwittingly into this realm, or maybe it was that weird thing that was in uh, Ratatouille's pocket, but you're in closest proximity to this jackfruit, and um, you know, it's torn you a new one as you like <laughs> sprung to life in your arms. You've got these lacerations, so you're totally two points down of your resource point. What do you do here? Do you fight? Do you flee? Uh, I would fight, but my other question is our equipment. Were those joke things that I threw out there allowed to actually be in the game? Because one Absolutely. Of them... Yeah, man. Okay. Oh, I, I would our love to... Our audience doesn't know what it is, so I'll surprise them with what's in your pocket. So 
it, my equipment in my pocket is very particular to me for my particular set of skills. In <laughs> uh, there, we have um, I on the wrong thing because I updated it over here. I apologize. <laughs> and my particular satchel I carry on me, or my Merce, uh, I have <laughs> my my trusted scoop. I have my thing, but more importantly, I have my duct tape that yeah, stops tape. Yeah, that right? stops time. Then there's nothing John can do about it. Why, John? I don't know. It just seems funnier depending on the one of them. And I don't think Bernard would really... No, no, I have a question about that duct tape, uh, Charles. Yeah. I can't do anything about it. Can Radiatory? Your characters can't do anything about it. Okay. okay. Well, you yeah. wonder... There's a limited amount of this tape because you uh, once used it for stage tape and like the production of, of like Jack and the Bean Sprout yeah. uh, kids play. And mm -hmm. uh, so you really yep. have like one use of this time stopping tape. So I do. I, I, I tape the Jackfruit Scorpion. Now he has pinchers. It has a stinger <laughs> and man baby legs. What are you taping? Oh, I, how are you doing this? So I am trying to <laughs> to grab it with the tape in hopes of freezing it. If not it entirely, at least it's like stinger. From all right, so you're going for the stinger. Make me your kicking ass roll. Come on, yeah, three. I, I would have tried to charm it with my flute, perhaps. Um, Got a five. And that uh, was your primary. Like, is that yeah, that is my points? primary. Yeah, so I, I rolled a five, so it says roll five plus on the d twelve, so that should be oh, eight. Well, yeah, yeah, so that's not a total. You would, you would, you're not at least losing a resource point. You just didn't okay. succeed. So okay. the scorpion lashes out at you, and it punctures your time tape with its tail. And for a second, there's this glitch in reality where everything around you freezes. And goes to slow motion as you like see things happening like the cauldron of noodles is still boiling you're like there's like this kind of like fractious thing where reality bends and distorts and the scorpion still throws itself at you so we're going to do this at round robin for my visual feed since i'm not looking at twitch next we're going to go in order is going to be ratatory ratatory the tape has failed Tape has failed. Um, <clears throat> okay. Radiatory reaches into uh, his chef coat pockets and withdraws a handful of uh, mashed potatoes. <laughs> uh, the wrong pocket. The wrong pocket, I guess. Uh, and he's just going to, uh, he is going to reach into his back pocket and pull out a full-size solid oak cutting board. <laughs> the TARDIS pocket. Keister. And not his secret pocket. <laughs> uh, and wind up and Louisville Slugger, uh, the jackfruit uh, from hell with the cutting board. All right. You make me your kicking ass roll. That's mm, not. Oh, I'm right on. Cool. Uh, I rolled a seven, and it's my secondary skill. All right. At or above. Uh, so you get one success against the scorpion. Um, it makes this uncanny whale, like a 
dog uh, howling slash like kids crying, but there's like no mouth. You're not even sure where the sound is coming from. And all the little dead scorpions that are like been smashed by Gladys, like their legs twitch in tune with the, the caterwauling. Uh, it is still menacing you, but it looks to be very damaged. And that puts us up to Gladys. Okay, so Gladys is going to wind up with her um, stainless steel heavy-ass uh, ladle. And rather than striking the um, jackfruit beastie, she's going to knock that big pot of boiling noodles right onto that son of a bitch. And, Wonderful. Uh, yeah, and we're going to see how how that scorpion jackfruit feels about that and that is a nine which i believe which with my primary skill yeah that that's a pass. is a success yep so you with this uh deft ease just dump this pot of noodles now noodles you don't boil for that long the longer you boil noodles the softer and mushier they get and all the excitement of whacking scorpions and all these things happening it's been neglected and turned to paste. So you just dump <laughs> boiling water with paste at the bottom. So the scorpion squeals in agony and its pinchers go wildly, like ripping out like little bits of the apron and chef coat of ratatouille. And, <laughs> and then the paste like completely pours over it and begins to just glue it in place. It's claws <laughs> stick, it's little baby legs just like get stuck in it, and it just kind of starts to slowly solidify. Now, all this has been happening, and it's a cacophonous din in the cafeteria. You're noticing as soon as all this sound dies down here, they're screaming coming from down the corridor, like where all the, the classrooms are. Well, we're gonna fly into action. I mean, we're yeah, sworn. Ready for is already you know, running. Sworn, uh, sisters, sibling brotherhood to uh, protect the chillins. So we're mm -hmm. we're off and running. Like I'm, yeah. Okay. Spatula I, held high. Adding to that, what is the motto of your ancient order sworn to protect chillins from the agents of darkness? I don't know because I don't for speak your Latin. Health. I I don't speak Latin, so I can't. I, I don't know what it means. Oh, it's for your health. Yeah, that's a good one. Sure, it's for calcium. your health. <laughs> it's calcium <laughs> for your health. All right. So the it, so it sounds like so. Keep in mind, uh, lunch is going to be in about an hour or so, and um, you also can't not feed a nutritious lunch to kids. That's one of the main objectives in the game. Uh, anyone staying or all of you going? You're uh, between your two duties. Ready at 40 will all okay because you have no fruit you've got, items for your meal, you've got the strongest, and you have no noodles. You've got the strongest cooking skills. So, <laughs> look, look, you go, goddess, goddess. He grabs your face and kind of squishes it in his hands, uh, which he does Dentures. kind of too often, uh. Because he really enjoys the way your old skin feels. Uh, he thinks it's a compliment. Creepy paper. Deal with the darkness. Deal with the darkness. I will. I will stay here and serve lunch. All right, you got it. Okay, thank you. All right, he, and he throws. He reaches in a pocket and throws glitter in the air. 
A lot of pockets. Um, he has I guess a lot of pockets. Y'all. I guess that's a chef coat for you, though. Um, yeah. So we're off. Uh, I'm assuming that Travis is going to accompany Gladys, or do you want to stay and help Ratatouille? Look, Rat- all, this, Rat- Rat- all, Rat- of, all of this has been currently, I think, close to my fault <laughs> with my <laughs> terrible roles. Yes, I'm coming with you. Okay, I'm not cool. cooking anymore. Yeah. So we're going to book it down the hall in the direction of the screams. So the first thing that you see is from where the doors are leading out from like the end of this corridor. So you basically have this large corridor that runs parallel to where the cafeteria and the gymnasium auditorium area is. And it's flanked with rows of classrooms, followed by the library and then the office administration area and the front doors. So back from where the trash is, there's this weird, colorful, like snail trail that goes from the exit up towards where the classrooms are. And you see that it's gone, like the trail leads and goes into one of the classrooms. Well, I would say that would be the classroom we'd head towards then. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're just rushing towards us there. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I'm I'm gonna say we go ahead and like kick open the door or what have you. Like time is of the essence. All right. So we're gonna put a pin in there because that's gonna be a lot of actions. Um queuing up food wise, ratatory, you're out an entree, you're out of fruit. Dessert still looks okay. Okay. What are your plans for that? Well, so we're doing uh, canned peaches and syrup because Radiatori <laughs> would never admit this to his fellow uh, lunch ladies. He doesn't know how to use a can opener? No, he does. He is enamored by canned foods because in Goblin, in his Goblin world, he's only come across rusted old open cans. Right. And like he always wondered what they were. And now that he knows, he's just like, this is fucking brilliant. Um, small, small thing, my can koozie here from Oakley Doakley, uh, it has a can in it, right? Yeah. Can peaches. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. the stupid sexy Flanders uh, jumpsuit. <laughs> That's Lovely. awesome. That's it's like awesome. Nothing at all. So uh, <laughs> can peaches because he doesn't nothing have to cook that. He just has to open cans and and pour it. All right. Uh, uh, and um, let's make see. Make me a quick cooking tots roll to make sure nothing goes bad with that by the way real life charles is enamored of canned peaches i love them the i love most. canned peaches too yeah we're well, good peaches on, on my peaches from, right, peaches, peaches do come from a can yeah they 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 in, in a factory thank you for leading that travis look guys i wasn't like i radiatory hates doing this not because of the flavor, but because of like the health benefits. Or helper. We're doing square pizza. Ah, yes. yes. We're doing square pizza, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Ten. All right. Uh, but, but, but none of the corners are crunchy. Uh, You'll have to crunch Lady Supreme there. So um, uh, wait, wait! That's as true. as you zone, as you zoom away from the kitchen, where Radiatory is desperately like slotting pans of square pizza in and out of the oven, uh, <laughs> as the camera finally starts to turn the corner, you see Ravioli, a uh, Ravioli, Radiatory with a main gleam in his eye, lifting two flambe torches. 
All right, so you have this furious montage of a two-foot goblin with too many pockets and glitter still all covered on all of his work surfaces, <laughs> ma mangling open cans of peaches while slinging dough and singing some type of goblin work song. Um, <laughs> all right, so Travis and Gladys, you are going to be kicking in this door and enacting your oath to protect the children. Who's kicking in the door and what is your pithy uh 80s movie action star line uh i got this um so i kick in the door and i say um we're here to kick ass and serve cartons of milk and we're all out of cartons of milk <laughs> you left them on the truck yes um all right they, they spoil in the sun very quickly they come half spoiled already so so i like that probably how this works is because that you are so old gladys that you're like <laughs> thinking you're kicking over the door but travis is probably like politely opening the door yeah. for you i'm like i'm kicking it and it's not even moving he just with one finger like i just turned the knob yeah <laughs> turn the knob uh travis you slay me all right so when you open the door, what horror greets you? First thing is there's this blast of just acrid air that stings your eyes. It smells extremely sour, and you come eye to eye with this shambling mound of various colored goo and sticking out from like jutting out at various odds and angles are these conical structures it <laughs> turns if a slime could could turn it shifts its center of mass and it opens up its center and emits this just terrible wail it sounds like gurgling like a whale being detonated at a beach it is unpleasant you can see that there is like one child that is inside of its maw that's like trying to clamor out <laughs> and like make, locking like pathetic eyes with you as it has a pseudopod that is like trying to bring another child into its <laughs> maw. Um, what kind of weapons are you packing, Trevor? Uh, Travis. Travis, whatever. Sorry. The the now. Do I still have any more use of my duct tape, or is that you got spent? one use on that? All right, we got the duct tape. That's important. I've got my spatula uh, that I can lift at least roadkill with. So it, it's a good sturdy lifting spatula, if anything. Um, I've got my scoop for portioning cheese and mashed potatoes. Just got to keep that on you. And a uh, pack of smokes. But, you okay. know, I, I only need I've those got... in the morning. I've got Neko wafers, but I don't think those are going to help. Chocolate or the variety, the normal variety. Or there's uh, even variety. chocolate. Variety. Um, and I have a polka dot handkerchief, but I don't think that's going to help either. But what I what I do have uh, is um, a trademark move, as it asks on our character sheet, um, for a catchphrase or trademark move. Um, what is it? Now – Gladys Garlic Bread has been studying the fine art of the Marshall Ladle for many a year, many a decade, um, many a school administrator's lifetime, and those can be long indeed. Um, she has perfected a technique and a move called the Sloppy Joe, uh, a finishing move, if you will, 
in which she kind of does like a double looping uppercut with the ladle, just like pop. And I'm going to try and hit this goopy son of a bitch right in his goopy upper lip. I want to point um, out that they both have one other item in the, their inventory, which is a note from Radiatory <laughs> that says, I love you and you are special. Uh, He's some of this macaroni art on it. Uh, it, it, it <laughs> okay. It has Radiatory art on it, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it I'm says it in Goblin, which is a terrifying language. Also, the macro or the radiatory art is like remarkably obscene, um, <laughs> yeah. because that's the goblin language. It's yeah. very graphic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm gonna roll for success on my sloppy Joe uppercut. But you said that was a finishing move. You haven't even started. Okay. All right. All right. No, I, guess I mean you. I was gonna go for the one punch knockout with a uh, with a goopy monster, but I do have one question. Yes. Is there is there a way that we um. I guess I should do this before we attack. Like, is the trail it's leaving slime or is it actually wax? Is there a way to like check the texture of that bad boy? Mouthfeel. <laughs> Taste it. Mouthfeel, baby. Well, you're you... in the kitchen. Um well, you, uh, do you want to use your action to fight it, or do you want to do a habit at all to try to identify what this is? Well, that's my uh, my lowest. No, that's my second. Yeah, I will do a having it all to identify what this monster son of a bitch is. Um, and that is a six, which I think I is a sex success. It, which one's my... your, well, is it primary, secondary, tertiary? Secondary. Your secondary needs secondary. to be seven or higher. So that is okay, a so failure. Okay, so that is a failure. Yep. You are just like, your glasses have fogged up because this thing <laughs> is like emitting a noxious like very humid air to it. Like you feel your skin kind of stick a little bit. So Travis, you're seeing Gladys start to swing up her ladle and then she stops, she freezes, like she's losing her like train of thought and then um, radio static from her. What do you do here? Kids are <laughs> screaming like the maw of this thing is like sucking in this kid that is like trying to get out and the pseudopods are bringing this other kid like, like to its mouth. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I got to get in there and do what I can. I grab my spatula and I, I go at it for my chicken ass. Chicken ass. That's a nine. nine? Is that a pass? I mean, uh, what's your? Is it? Yeah, primary? yeah, yeah. It's my primary. Oh, it's your oh, primary. Yeah, but yeah. It's a pass indeed. You channel the ancient order strength. As seeing a child in danger just fills you with all the memories of elementary school and what it means to work in an elementary school cafeteria uh, and you <laughs> land a blow upon it uh, it looks surprised it doesn't really have eyes uh, but it turns like two of these conical things towards you and looks at you and like foam comes out of those conical structures it drops the kid um, but you still hear like this plaintive cry of the kid that's trapped inside of it um, as uh, it begins to violently froth at its sides. All the conical structures start to like puff up and it begins to shoot foam at you. I need you, <laughs> since you're in close melee range, I need you to roll me a kick and ass check, Travis, to avoid being hosed down. Same thing with you, Gladys. Yep. Roll a five. Five. 
Uh, and just to do one, you have to one... tell me if that's going to be a uh, so for you, uh, you're as a primary, so that is a that is a success, correct? Sorry. And uh, I actually rolled a four, which is a fail. That is a fail. Uh, so, Gladys, yep. you are so uh, trying to figure out what it is, and you're puzzling like, where <laughs> have I seen a slime thing like this? And you're like thinking back to the annals of the history of the order, and maybe it was that slime thing from Op Four or like whatever. Well, that time I went to Phoenix, yeah. Uh, and you get blasted uh, right in the face. You lose uh, one of your resource points. And do you lose your upper or lower dentures? Uh, lower. The upper ones are the important ones. All right. Chompers. Uh, and you are taken back with this very acidic and yet alkaline taste in your mouth um, as you are just blasted uh, from where you stand. Meanwhile, um, Ratatouille, um, you are successfully starting to really cook this uh, meal. You've got your peaches underway, or, you know, already set, and your pizza is baking, and it sounds like you're trying to flambe the corners. Uh, let's make you another roll here to see how that goes. Are we so gonna are negotiate? They are they, are oh, they I forgot. So, uh, we are an audio-only medium as well. Dear audience, if you'll close your eyes, picture my beautiful, beautiful bearded, bald, and also <laughs> drunk face in your minds, slowly shaking my head sadly, as though to say, the dice has betrayed me. What next? What's God, a bigger what travesty next? is the fact that I have been wearing a hot dog wiener hat that I thought I'd wear for 30 seconds for <laughs> gag that's far too tight for my head. And so probably this part of my skull is like swelling, but I'm like, I'm stuck now. If you take and it off, everyone will notice and it will be way more awkward. No, no it's not that bad. Ian, oh, no. Ian, Let's you see don't... if you're... <laughs> You're embarrassing me in front of the audience. Uh, wore this to a hot dog party. All hey, right. Hey, Ian, can, can I get a side profile of the hat? Can, uh, a Mag little bit more. Magnificent. Yeah. Oh, wait. Magnificent. It's mustard oh my God. only, just as God intended. Oh, no. <laughs> you're you're Ian, lucky. I... She's got the little casing nub and everything. I... No onion? Oh, man. So. Still. I know there's lots of people that be like, no, it's ketchup. But me, I love mustard. I'm, I'm, yeah, mustard and relish, baby. I'm happy to have a wiener in my mouth, honestly. That is the That's dumbest fucking hat I've ever seen. And I say that as the highest praise possible it, from it, one, it, it, from it one was, dumb hat lover to another. It was for a hot dog party where everyone dressed up as hot dogs. I That's wanted to make amazing. an embarrassing hot dog costume. I was told by my other half I couldn't. This was the tasteful compromise. I will have you know for people who uh, have never been to one of my house parties, I have an industrial hot dog roller. So at my house parties, I have to get a hot dog roller. You just, yeah. you just walk by in between a, a movie or something. It's like, oh, yeah, there are hot dogs. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. I'm going to put you on a bun. Yep. Yeah, I'll say, I will say that hot dogs are one of those foods where you, like, you never think about, but as soon as you do, you're like, fuck, I want a hot dog. Yeah, Wait, fuck, did I just I, think that? Shit. Yeah, it's, oh it's 1108 in my time zone, PM, and I, I would just, I'm jonesing for a hot dog now. Man. I would kill for a good chili dog right now, y'all. Just like industrial fast. industrial anything on hand would be funny, 
industrial hot dog roller? Is yep. that what you yeah. The wheel? Because yeah. I guess, I guess it is. I, it, it, okay. All right. It's got the sneeze guard glass and everything. How many does it hold? Like, uh, oh, it can hold at least two packs at <laughs> once. It, it, if I you don't... get brats, it starts to take more room because you can fit at least you can fit three hot dogs in a row if they're the cheap, not foot long or not not the full bun length. If it's short, stubby length, yeah. you can get at least two and a half packs. So hey, you uh, know, some some people like those short, stubby hot dogs. Ian, I'll have you. Know. I don't. I don't have yes. an industrial hot dog roller, but I do have an industrial hot dog. Does that count? <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. It's made um, out of game FDM. It's like, you know, some people want to take a little something from the corner store home, so they buy, like, an arcade cabinet. Ian I have one. brought home the hot dog department. That's that's dope. Uh, what what game is it? I've, uh, I've wanted one of those for so Area long. 51. Oh, oh dude, I, I played the shit out we of that are coming back in the to day. Ian's yeah. house right yep. now. Yeah. Podcast over. We have to, Charles yep. and I have to drive to Ian's house. I have to a Area long 51. drive ahead of me. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to tell you some stories about it later. So we are seeing the Ratatouille is flaming the corners, yeah. trying to like, like thinking like, man, this is how Gladys would do it, and uh, <laughs> uh, you just burn the ever loving shit out of those corners, and you're like, nah, these are clearly not done enough. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Radiatory probably does think that's how it's supposed to be. And to also be fair, Gladys would say that that was a good first effort. You are bringing the vitamins to the surface. Vitamins are black, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's for um, their health. So, uh, meanwhile, uh, in the classroom, um, you are still facing this abomination. And with dawning horror uh with that since you lost your dentures early sorry your bottom row uh and you got a taste of it have you identified what this creature is yet uh let me see you said it was alkaline and, and acidic at the same time and acidic at the same time conical see, I, structures i'm thinking it's all those fucking volcanoes that what's his nuts threw into the bottom of the trash can um and the surest way to eliminate a let me see. Baking soda and vinegar are acid and base to make the foam. Um, what is the gas that forms that makes the foam? Is it carbon CO2? I got nothing. Um, <laughs> I was going to be so fucking impressed. <laughs> yeah, no, um, it's been a long time. I used to, like, I did get pretty into chemistry back in the day, but it's been dec a decade since it I've turns into a salt. But I mean, that's neither ah, here nor there because yeah. um, you also, above the scent of that acidic odor, you get that sulfurous tang ah. of the nightmare realm uh, and well, this thing. The good, the good news is um, that. Uh, the sloppy Joe being a product of my uh, martial ladle arts is infused with the power of good that flows through the uh, – what do we decide it was – did we decide our secret society had a name? We had a motto, but um... – You tell no, me. Travis, what's the name of this ancient order? I don't the know. Lunch, the, the lunch – but the lunch he just, he just has like an honorary badge. <laughs> <laughs> um let's let's call this the, the Vittles dispensers. Um I want to point out that even though Travis never finished elementary, he still has more schooling than Radiatory. 
Hey, you know, I like to think that goblins get more street smarts in one year than most humans get in their entire lives. I don't know the alphabet, though. <laughs> well, who needs it? Uh, yeah, that's what um, take for years. I guess. I guess what I'm gonna do is try and like save that kid that's in the gullet of the volcano monster. Well, I guess that's a since we don't have, have agility. That's yeah. Oh, that's a having it all check. Fuck. Okay. Uh, and I bombed it. That's a four. So, I, oh, that's what is that your tertiary skill? Uh, yeah. All right. So you slip on the foam, <laughs> um, and uh, you may or may not have broken a hip. It's hard to tell because everything hurts. So that means Travis Gladys is down for the count, at least temporarily. She loses another resource point, leaving you with I think two now at this point. Travis, uh, you still see this kid like getting pulled further and further into the foam slime, and all you can see is like this outstretched, grasping hand. I got you, little buddy. I reach in and I try to grab the, the child and yank him out. All right. Give me a habit at all. Six. That beats. I won. All right. <laughs> uh, so you yank this kid out uh, and you fling this kid out and it lands on, on Gladys. So Gladys, it looks like you were just like, as you're like flailing, you'll like perfectly catch this kid covered in uh, volcano goo. Uh, the thing roars and kisses at you. And at this point, two of those like volcanoes uh, meander the way down and they look like oculars into the pits of head, hell, glowing bright red. Uh, I need both of you to roll me a kick and ass check to see if you can dodge its attack. Let's see. Uh, okay, that's the third four, so I'm going to re-roll. That is an eight, which for me is a pass, I think, because that's right. my highest one. And Travis, what about you? Travis failed again. All right, so Travis, you get blasted off your feet with a concentration of the demonic foam. Uh, it burns its way into your skin, and worst of all, it makes your pack of cigarettes soggy. Oh. Ratatory, you're hearing screams and hollers. It's not sure if you can hear over the sound of your goblin rap that you're listening to, or I don't know what is it you listen to. Uh, so I am listening to... Um, let's... Necro I am listening to Monster Magnet. No, wow. What am I talking? What? No, hold on. I'm listening to Orange Goblin. What are you talking about? Hell Goblin yeah. Cock, which is the name of an actual band. Yeah. Orange so Goblin is... and Goblin Cock. Uh, Orange Goblin is a stoner rock band. So it's Goblin Cock. Orange oh, yeah, Goblin. I'm listening to a stoner, listening to a stoner uh, rock mix on my my G pod, my Goblin pod. Minor. And it's a minor. Stone. Not correction, but modulation. Orange Goblin is an awesome stoner Satan rock band. Fair. Uh, but so I'm listening to it. The mix I'm listening to has every goblin named or goblin themed stoner rock band, right. which is, let's be honest, a lot. Probably a lot, y'all. <laughs> probably. Yeah. So this is going to bring us to one of our last rounds since we're getting close on time. So to make another code check? Yes, because. There's been one thing that's been neglected this whole time. A nutritious no meal? Been... Oh, do you know if Ratatouille, it's nutritious. Mm -hmm. It's uh, for their health. It's the dessert. No one's been checking on the lava cakes. Have they been affected by this <laughs> terrible otherworldly curse? 
No, they have not. Because you have, I rolled a nine. You saved the Zert from a demonic incursion, and um, it's you, such you, a nightmare. Like you, if anyone were to look in the kitchen at this exact moment, a uh, radiatory is standing astride the oven, uh, with the door open, holding the nightmare amulet aloft, scream, <laughs> just belting out orange goblin lyrics at the dessert, sucking demons into the amulet. It's that like will, deflating a souffle. That will empower his continued uh, existence in the world of light. So, so I, I, I spent a summer uh, washing dishes as a volunteer at a diabetic kid's summer camp. That's not unlike how I would close out the day, really, to be honest. It's so, very accurate to most how most chefs operate, honestly. Yeah, yeah. In the final round... Why don't you both of you uh, give me one more combat check to more and more kick an ass to see if you can take out the slime and leave this adventure on a high note? Travis, I'm not sure if I can. I you said that you thought I broke my hip. It was actually my right butt cheek has exploded and is completely deflated. Implant. Yeah, the butt cheek implant, and I failed. So yeah. All right. So Travis, you got it. Already. Wait a minute. Dance. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. The highest one is five or higher. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I did pass. Yeah. Oh, okay. So both of you. Quick, is it like a five-second thing? What is your signature move, Travis? Travis takes his spatula and, like, basically just right Ash through. Slaying slasher. Yeah, right through it, cuts it into little bits. So, Travis, you lay down that groundwork. You start to line those fault, like you put fault lines and sections, like cutting it into little bit in sections. And that allows Gladys to start doing that double. Huh? Huh? Boom. Yep. Boom. Give him the sloppy Joe. Sling your ladle and you banish this creature. All the kids are in the back of the classroom, like cowering in fear. You just plaster them in vinegar foam uh, <laughs> and send the demons back to the night rail realm they came from. But most importantly, after they wipe away their tears, they will have a nutritious lunch, which is the most important aspect of the game. Mm -hmm. uh, and that allows you, if you succeed on that, um, you are able to get one additional RP and uh, the bards sing of your valor. Nice. Um, I would like to just say that that last uh, kill, the the splashing the kids with vinegar, that was in loving memory of Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Uh, so that concludes then a uh, condensed run through the legends of the lunch lime. So Mr. Patchkey, take us away to the, the discussion screen, bruv. I already did. So first we off. Have... Yeah, thank big, big, big thanks to uh, Cheatin' Fair Games and uh, mm -hmm. Thomas. What's the last Andrew name? Andrew Hand. Andrew Hand. Thank you. Um, this was a hell of a lot of fun. Like it's a one page. It's got a lot of style for one page. The graphic uh, design, the layout, the you know, kind of like little stains and stuff that are in it. It's a lot of fun. It's only $1. Do what John suggested. Spend $2 tonight. Spend $1 getting this game. Then take another dollar and uh, donate that to a school lunch um, mm, fund absolutely. in an area near you. In, and, your, in your neighborhood, in yeah. your area. And because... if you just if you Google school yeah. lunch fund, that it'll come up. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. if you're from an international community, you can also mm -hmm. donate to... America, we will take your dollars. We're not yes. about shame. 
<laughs> our, yeah, own, yeah. our own government isn't going to help us, so yeah, yeah. Right. we could use the help. So true. <laughs> I have. Yeah. So first, um, first, let me say, uh, we as a group were like, hey, we should do more one-page games because, yeah. you know, we we talked about Morkborg and how the like the third-party license community has really driven indie game creation mm-hmm. but it already existed in this like itch.io one page community that kicks so much fucking ass yeah. guys yeah yeah um there's so many cool games and we'll we will try to play a bunch of them and and to show you how much fun you can have with them um so the art for radiatory tonight was provided by roland coons of orkborg uh his Instagram will be in the show notes. So please check him out because he's completely radical. Um, we are working on all kinds of shit right now. Um, so I like I'll let each of us kind of talk about what we're working on, but let me first say uh right now on itch.io, you can finally pick up more Cabeans 1.1. The digital files are live. Yeah. Yeah. You can get you can get the Hanukkah themed uh Mork board game right now for $7.99 on itch.io um or manishart.press and on Christmas Day as part of uh Godless's anti-Christmas, you'll be able to pick it up there as well. Um that not my idea. That was all Drew, baby. No, no, um, it's just it, it's actually traditional in in Gathol. It's the mass of the Antichrist. You know, it's every every year. Oh, there you have it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Morkabians, more which obviously I was the like uh, the main uh, writer for. Ian helped edit it. Um, we all play tested it. So uh, please go check that out. Maybe support that. But we have other stuff going on too. Charles, Ian, Patsky, what uh, what do y'all got going on? So, uh, my next book release will be coming up in June of this coming year. Um, that will be called "He Led Us into the Wilderness and Spoke to Us," and it is a book that uh, kind of is built around the events in Jonestown, Guyana, on November eighteenth, nineteen seventy-eight. Um, it is historical fiction. It is cosmic horror. It is both. It is my favorite thing I've written so far. Mm. So yeah, it's go. Really uh, yeah, that'll be coming your way in six months. Um, I really I, like how handsome your publisher is, by the way. Yes, he is a good-looking man. Um, and I totally didn't get the book deal by fondling his balls. It did not happen. Um. Yeah, his. Uh, on top of that, like you can always check out. Um, I sometimes forget that I have a blog, uh, so go to saltcitycenter.blogspot.com. I've been updating that every week now. My most recent post is all about how um, FBI behavioral profiling is fucking bullshit and uh, has been bullshit from the beginning. And that may sound like a strong claim, so go read about seventeen hundred words of proof backing that up. Uh, the post uh-huh. is called Mind Grifters, so go check uh-huh. that out. That's fascinating. So, I this is Ian here for people who are uh, watching the video stream. Um, 
I am a stretch goal writer for Korg, which is the very light condensed version of Dark Fort, aka the solo version of Mork, uh, Morkborg. So if you are interested in having a pocket game, literally it, it fits onto a business card that you can take anywhere that you want. Um, I'll be writing a more expanded version uh, that is uh, not confined to just a card, but I'll be taking you to the frozen waste of Kurgus. And you will face all kinds of horrible things with that. Beyond that, I've got a thing that will be announced soon for Zine Quest, which will be really cool, a cyborg book. That is a collaboration with some other authors. We will do that announcement when it is formal. And, boy, I've got a lot of editing things in the world. Uh, world Breaker, Sazartos, is in progress as well. Uh, we're getting close to the final draft on Sundered Sundry's... Um, uh, release so we've got an adventure and a, and a pamphlet for that all kinds of interesting things so uh, excited to bring you more excellent and so Tatsuki, anything you want to bring up in this moment of us all kind of rubbing our nipples at each other or yeah just plug or yeah i would first like to congratulate all of you hmm. for surviving 10 years in the apocalypse because 10 <laughs> years ago today was the Mayan end of the world yeah, slash right. their calendar yeah. ended. <laughs> yeah. So congratulations. We've lived through the apocalypse. Well, uh, joke's on us because it fucking feels like it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank oh, you God. for that. Well, yeah. wishing I like that. Mr. Patchke. I, like I want to point out that uh, all of us, all four of us, can be found and followed and all of our little tiddly winks can be fondled at <laughs> onemoncast.com. Uh, if you're watching this on Twitch, like give us a like or give us a subscribe, give us a follow. It really helps. If you're watching on YouTube, click the bell, click the subscribe, click the heart, do all the things. Because again, the algorithm is how we can grow. And obviously, if you're watching on any of the other platforms and you want to give us some support, go to the other one, click it. It's all free, baby. Uh, and we're on all the audio platforms now. Um, and we have so much going on and, um, our goal, our real ass goal, our stated mission as a entity, wandering monster entity is to support World dominators doing cool shit that too. Um, and, and like people making one page games like this, like there's hardly anything cooler y'all. Yep. Um, so please, I'm, I'm literally like, I am drunkenly begging you. This is my drunk text at 3 a.m. Go, <laughs> go on itch.io and fucking buy Legends of the Lunch Line. This is cool fucking shit, y'all. John, um, John, <laughs> John, can you tell your friends from your enemies right now? It's not Pareem, so I don't have to. I can still. <laughs> oh, I that's still right. Sorry. Fucking Sorry. hate yeah, fascists. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that said, we are so happy you joined us today. Thank you so much for joining us on the... Oh, hold on. Hold the fucking phone. I want to give a special thanks to Harlan Link, drummer of Bog Wizard, and Bog Wizard as a whole, for yeah. our intro and outro music, Yep, which is Barbaria from Miasmic Purple... Or Purple Miasmic? No. Miasmic Purple Smoke. Um, <clears throat> which I just got on vinyl. It is incredible. 
<laughs> Even got it too. And I think there might still be a few copies left if you go to their big cartel site, which links in the show notes. And on that note, thank you so much, friends, family, and fans, for joining us on this consensual journey we call Wandering Monster. My name is Radiatory Supreme, a.k.a. John Baltusberger. I am uh, Gladys Hardcorner's Garlic Bread, a.k.a. Charles R. Bernard. I've been the voice over the PA. <laughs> I, I've been Lee. Uh, no, not Leroy. That's a different person. I'm Travis. <laughs> I had moved here from a different town. I had my identity so that no one knows what the crabs I want. With your committed. illegal scorpion and jackfruit smuggling operation that just got marked on. Uh, I'm Mr. Pashy. On that note, We'll be back next week. Until then, stay safe, stay fed, and keep rolling those crits, baby. Yep. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs>